All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Swipe. If you are thinking to yourself, wait, how is there a new episode of Let's Swipe? Guess what, everybody? We're back. Rather than recording under the adulting awkwardly name that we had thought about doing and then some of you may have noticed. we kind of ghosted our own podcast. Yeah, we ghosted our own podcast. So we're going back to our roots. To our roots. We really hope that you guys continue joining us on our journey. Um, we don't promise to post on a schedule, but we will update semi-regularly, um, check in with you guys about our dating adventures, but then also just our life adventures and um, all that stuff that comes with it. And boy, do we have some adventures to share. Boy, do we ever. So, <laughs> without further ado. Welcome to season three. Dun, dun, dun. Hello and welcome back, everybody. I think it's been like two years or something since we I did last on this. This this corresponds nicely. It was August of 2001 when we did our last... 2021? Yes, 2021. So it's not quite two years. Not quite... Two, oh, wow. Not quite two years, but almost. So, um, so welcome back, everybody. Um, <laughs> we've had a lot kind of going on and we stopped podcasting for a bit, but we wanted to check in with everybody and, you know, and maybe start this up like on a monthly episode basis. So I'm Amanda. Hi, everybody. And I'm and Amy. I'm, I was about to say it's nice to see everyone, but we don't see everyone. So it's nice to have you listening with us. Yes. And then um, we are missing Erica. She couldn't, jo- she couldn't join us right now, but she may, we're going to, fingers crossed that she ends up popping in before the end of before the end but um yeah it's gonna be back so we kind of I guess the the reason that we were like hey let's do another episode is because um Amy actually um after taking a pretty big hiatus from yeah, and uh, from dating like she met a guy and actually went out in person on uh-huh. a date with him and I was like I need to hear all about this and so do our listeners so Amy tell us a little bit about what What's going and, on? And dear listeners, this is also the first time Amanda is hearing all of this too. So I, I wish I could record and like, you know, make emojis to show Amanda's fa- reaction face. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, the last date I had was also in August of 2021. So it kind of corresponded with when we stopped doing the podcast. We're really sorry that we ghosted, but we're back, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't really know how it all started, but I just I I periodically get on the on OKCupid and that's the only one I I really look at. Um, so I go on there and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I'm I'm really I'm probably too hypercritical. Like I I look for reasons not to match with people. <laughs> and this one guy, you know, he just he kind of popped up and. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, look through all the questions. There wasn't really anything that popped out as a red flag. So I'm like, he's good looking. He seems to have a really good conversation. All right. And it was really interesting because I, I tend to be um, the kind of person that will text forever and ever before I finally agree to meet someone. And mm-hmm. Amanda showed me an Instagram clip not that long ago, which we might have to reference this because it was like, Oh, wow. That makes total sense. While you're talking, I will find her name uh, because I do do tend to like a lot of the stuff she posts. Yeah. And it's like 
wow, yeah, why are, why would you spend so much time getting invested in this conversation and then you meet and it's like, God, I put a lot of time and effort into that for nothing. So with that kind of in mind, I'm like, he was like, oh, hey, do you want to you talk on text? And I'm like, sure, fine. You know, it was just like, I totally just went for it against all of the things that I normally do. And Amanda will also verify that this guy looks completely different from my usual type. Oh, my God. Can I just tell you guys? So she sends me. So Amy and I do not have the same type at all. Like most of the guys that she finds attractive, I am like, sure. (laughs) And (laughs) I would say the same thing about Amanda's pics. Right. And so then she sends me this picture of this guy. And I'm like, do you mean you're talking to him for me? (laughs) Because he is like way more my type. He's like you know, got dark hair, like a little bit of a beard, right? Like, he had a beard. And, and like kind of stocky and, and muscular, not at all like the fair haired, lanky guys, dorks, dorks <laughs> that, that, you know, and I like dorky personalities, but the lanky dorks that Amy usually goes for. And I was like, and then I was just like, well, he's really hot. You need to like go for this. <laughs> so, well, not only that, but I like, I'm really proud of myself because I busted through a whole lot of preconceived notions and stereotypes. Yeah. And he, uh, so he describes himself on, on his profile. He was honest about everything. Um, he didn't mention that he was divorced and I still kind of don't know when he got divorced, but I know he has a, he has a 12 year old daughter and he, he talked briefly about his ex, like enough that I kind of got the story, but not so much that it was like, uh, there's a issue here, obviously, you know, it was like, um, so he didn't say anything about being divorced and that kind of might, depending on what happens, that might be a thing. Like I, I don't have any problem with divorced men dating divorced men. I have a problem with dating men who are just divorced. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to just interrupt for a second. Cause I found that person who, Oh, cool. Who's, but and I think this kind of goes with what you're saying with the divorce thing too. But so her name is Rosie uh, Garo, G A R R O. Um. Anyway, so I I've liked a couple of her videos, but this one about the stop getting invested before you actually have a first date. Like they're not ghosting you if they don't like text you back after like four text exchange. She's like they don't know you well enough to ghost you. It just like didn't go anywhere. Like calm down and. <laughs> And so, um, yeah, so that's who she's, she was. But I feel like, too, just going back with, like, how often you normally do kind of have these epic pen pal relationships, you normally know a lot, like, before you, if you do actually meet them in person, you usually do know a lot about them. And this time, you didn't, and you're letting things, like, unfold organically in person. Right. So it probably felt jarring that you didn't know that he was divorced, but really the time for him to tell you that was like on the first yeah. day. It, and there was another thing too, um, before we even met. So he, he went on, like we started texting via phone and it was a very, it was a really nice exchange. Like it wasn't uh, taking up a lot of my time. It was like he would text when he was available. Then a couple hours I would text him back. And it was just, it was a really good conversation with enough banter and joking and, just it was really, really enjoyable just for the sake of having a really good conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. So he went on vacation. He went to Puerto Rico. 
Mexico? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, but he, one of his flights got delayed, so he got stuck in the airport, and they put him up at a hotel overnight, and he proceeded to drink. I mean, I don't know if seven drinks is a lot for him or not, but it was just kind of like, oh, ding, 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 ding. Uh, there might be a problem here. I feel like seven and, drinks is a lot. Like, was he drinking hard alcohol? He or? was drinking old fashions, which is. Yeah, I feel uh, like that's a lot. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I, I'm kind of giving him a little bit of slack because he was on vacation and it was sort of like, you know, an unplanned thing. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. And so I, I emailed Amanda and I'm like, yeah, this date may not happen. And then he was talking about porn and all this other stuff. And I'm like, is this just a drunk conversation? I mean, I really didn't know what to make of it because it was pretty early in the conversation. But it put me off a little bit. And so I'm just like, Ugh, I don't know. Uh, maybe my instincts were wrong here. <laughs> So Amy did, Amy did tell me this and I, I mean, and I mean, I won't say this, Amy, if you don't want me to, but like, I was like, send me, I was like, I need the context. Yeah, I, I sent context. And so it was interesting because like, the way I took it was, because at first I was like, maybe he's just fishing to see like, if you're up for flirting, even though like, I don't know that that's like the best tactic to take the first time yeah. when you have somebody, but it was just. Like, so much of the kind of, like, and I, like, the talk about porn, and then later there was something else that was sort of odd, and it seemed like, well, is he trying to flirt? But none of it, I don't know, like, none of it really feel felt like he was, like, trying to fully engage, like, with you with it. It was more just, like, matter of fact. Yeah, it, it, and I'll come back to this, because I think it's, having met him and talked to him and had a couple of other conversations, I think it's it is more matter of fact with him. Like that's just how he is. I think maybe he had a, it could just be sense of humor. I'm still kind of working it out a little bit, but so <laughs> I, I'm kind of like, Oh God, I don't want to go on this date. Ugh. <laughs> and then, uh, then he got back to, he got back home and he was talking about not having anyone to look in on his cats. Cause he has two cats. Also one of the things that was like, yeah, okay, this guy's cool. He's got cats. He's got cat. He's got more than one cat. <laughs> he's a crazy <laughs> cat guy. And he uh, he's been there I, I didn't know that there was a service that you could get to have people come fit, feed and take and just spend time with your animals. And he was so pissed because this woman had only come twice because there was like I guess he had cat food set out or whatever, but he's like, they didn't get any wet food today. This is, you know, he was just like so upset. And Amanda told me about this book, which <laughs> I don't know the name of, and hopefully, it's, hopefully, it's called Save Save a Cat. Like it's a guide to writing screenplays, and then there's there's also Save a Cat, write a novel. It's uh, how you make yeah. a bad guy good. Yeah, he has to save a cat. Yeah, so like the the most irredeemable person but like you need your audience to care about them and so make them save a cat and then people are like oh well I mean you saved a cat <laughs> so, so the creepy the creepy let's talk about porn guy he redeemed himself by saving his cats <laughs> and I, I remember this conversation with Amanda and I'm like oh my god I fell victim to it <laughs> But yes, he he very much cares about his cats. He actually 
he sent me after the date, he sent a photo of himself picking up his daughter and he took the cat with him to go pick up his daughter from school. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's the way straight to your heart. Yes. So then the next thing that happened is on his profile, he went by the name Eric and I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, no big whoop. And then he he sent me this text message because he's in he is in an MBA program and he got inducted into the honor society and he was really, really excited about it. And he it, it had this other name on it. And I'm like, is that him? Is why is he going by Eric when this says like a very stereotypical Middle Eastern name that was he, he's very he is Middle Eastern, and he described himself as Middle Eastern on his profile. So I knew this going in. But I, I'm like, well, he goes by Eric, but it's saying, you know, this. And I'm like, I, I was very confused. And it was, it was enough that I'm like, okay, there's a reason for this. I just don't know how to bring it up. And consequently, when we got to the date, that was actually the first thing that I asked him after I had a, you know, had a mild panic attack and told Amanda, I'm like, I can't do this, <laughs> you know, and she had to talk me down. And so I, I went on well, the I date. Mean, it's hard to go out on a date when you haven't gone on one in two plus years. Yeah. You know, so I had a little mini panic attack and was like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I gained so much weight. I'm menopausal. I can't do it. <laughs> well, we'll go into that on another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh so I get there and I, you know, I, he told me what he was wearing. I told him, I told him I'm wearing teal. He's like, I got us a table inside the restaurant. So I, he was right there by the door when I came in and, you know, he got up off the chair, gave me a quick hug. It, everything, everything felt really comfortable from the get go. And so I'm just like, okay, what should I call you? Mm-hmm. And then he explained that. So This guy has a very, very interesting story, and I will try to sum it up very briefly. He was born in in the United States. His family is from Pakistan. Um, His dad, he was joking because he's like, I was born in Houston, Texas, and in Texas, everything is oil. And I can't remember what else he said, but it was some, you know, like this is stereotypical Texas. So his father was in sales, then they moved to Saudi Arabia, then they moved to Germany, his mom hated Germany, and when they were in, uh, then they moved uh, from Germany to London, so most of his schooling was actually in London. Oh, wait, okay, so then now he, he is your type. Accent. I was oh, he different. doesn't have an accent? No, he doesn't have a, a British accent, unfortunately, oh. but he does, he does sound, um, like like uh like Ra- uh Raj from uh Big Bang Theory he kind of sound he has a little bit of that where okay. like the pronun- like the some things are have a weird pronunciation okay not not quite as pronounced but there are certain words where you can hear like the the influence gotcha okay uh, and I don't want to be stereotypical about Middle Eastern men, but he did have a lot of cologne on. <laughs> oh, is that a stereotype? Yeah, that's a thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, uh, was so, it good cologne? Oh, yeah, it smelled good. It was just a it little. Was just a lot. It, it kind of dissipated after a little bit. It was just like, whoa, okay. 
And then, you know, it wasn't like crappy cologne. It was good cologne, whatever it was. Um, so he, he, he was talking about all the places he grew up. And then after his dad died when he was pretty young, he wasn't, he was a teenager when his dad died. So it was basically, um, you, you know, he got to stay in the UK and finish his education, like finish his O-levels or whatever they call them. And then they moved back to the United States because they were United, they were already U.S. citizens. So then he gets to Dallas or gets to Texas. I think it was Houston. I think he said Houston. Anyway, so he gets to Houston. It's the mid 90s or the early 90s. And he's in a class and this very southern conservative teacher is going around. He he said he had to take a remedial English class, even though he spoke, you know, even though he probably spoke Queen's English and right. had a better grasp of it than most of the people teaching the class. So it was just like this requirement that he had to take English. And he's in there with a bunch of other foreign foreign exchange students or whatever. And this teacher, everyone's introducing themselves. There's kids from all over the world and and this teacher is like, okay, but what is your Christian name? Oh. And I had, I, that's exactly what I did too. I'm like, oh my God, how awful. And he just turned and looked at me and he was like, remember, this is the early 90s in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And like I yeah. would have reported her or something. And so he's like, I didn't know what to do because I don't have a Christian name. So. He he came up with a nickname on the spot, and he named himself after Eric Draven from The Crow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. I'm like, that's awesome. So so Eric is his nickname, and he okay. I and I said, well, that's kind of cool. And my uh, one of my ballet teachers is from uh, China, and her name is Chow, but she goes by the English version of it, which is Susan. And he's like. Yeah, I guess that's what the te- what that teacher was thinking. Like there was a an Americanized version of it, and like I still would have reported her. That's so rude. Well, yeah, but I mean, in the '90s, who reported people also to who? Like, yeah, right? there like, wasn't who really any policing of that kind of thing. Yeah, I just I I started laughing whenever he was like, "Yeah, I came up with Eric Draven from The Crow," and I'm like, "That's awesome. That, that is awesome. That's funny." <laughs> So tell me like about his personality, like what? Okay, so he may not look like my type, but he definitely acts like my type. Okay. I was spot on with that. Like, okay. and we were talking, and oh, one of the, I was going to mention the um. So one of the other jokes that we were when we were bantering back and forth, he made a comment about something about ass, and I'm like, is he talking about eating ass? Like, is this being really like? I'm just like, I don't know what to make of this. So I wrote back and I'm like, well, I prefer the other end of the. No, he said, what's up? And I wrote back chicken butt. Okay, yeah, classic. Classic Yeah, because I'm a juvenile. And so he he wrote back and it was something about chickens and ass or something like that. And I'm like, well, I prefer the other end of the chicken. And uh, then he was like, well, we started talking about fried chicken. (laughs) He's like, I prefer legs and thighs. And he's like, so does that make me a leg man? (laughs) 
And I'm like, well, I, I, I guess I since I like chicken breast, that means I like chests. And then I was like, actually, I, you know, I then I was like, well, this is what I actually find attractive in men. And oh, cool. it was just it was one of those like. I don't think he meant to make it sound the way it did because the well, cut was turned around pretty quickly. Yeah, and like maybe he was trying to make an ass joke, not an eating ass joke, but your mind went straight yeah. there. Yeah, my <laughs> dirty mind went there. But um, it, it's just he was so easy to talk to, and I I will confess that this is the first time I've ever gone on a date with someone who dis- is self described as Middle Eastern, mm-hmm. and I always had that kind of that preconceived notion about you know Middle Eastern men are are I can't even think of the right stereotypes now, but it's like he he did not fit any of those. Although he does appreciate that I have that I he was talking about my hair and said mm-hmm. something about me being a redhead. And I'm like, well technically I'm more Auburn. And he's like, yeah, but it's gonna turn red in the summer. <laughs> so I think he has a thing for redheads. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but um we uh, we had a couple of drinks, and he uh, I was drinking uh, strawberry lemonade sangria, which was awesome, by the way. And then he, the waitress came over, and she he was like, "Oh, she'll take another one." And I just I kind oh. of stopped for a minute, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." But somehow he managed to not be rude about it. Like I was kind of okay with it because mm-hmm. I was almost done with my drink. And he had ordered another one, so he just ordered another one of the same thing for me. I, I'm i probably justifying this, but anyway. I mean, here's my thought, is it's pretty easy to, to like, check in with the person that you're with, like, with, like, an eyebrow raise. Like, do you want another one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, oh, yeah, she wants another one. There are so many reasons why you might not have wanted a second alcoholic drink, especially right. on a first date. And I'm assuming that you drove to the state. Yeah, I met him there. Um, and then I know where you guys went. And I know that that is quite the distance from where you live. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't think there's anything. It's like not anything like terrible. Right. It's not the same yeah, as if you ordered your little, dinner for you. Yeah. It was just a little moment where I'm like, yeah, mental check. And you know. he was probably trying to be like chivalrous and you know like letting you know for sure that he was having a good time and wanted to continue but it's it was it's also like like, and we um when we when we went out to dinner we were joking about it and we were talking about the one thing that I do really appreciate that he said during the date was I I invited you out for a date so that means that I'm paying and he's like, the next time we go, it, then he said, when you invite me out, you can pay. So that sounds to me like he's waiting for you to instigate for the second date. Are you going to? And I will, I'm not exactly sure how to go about this because I have texted, like we are texting with each other, but it's not all the time. It's not like every day and it's not. Like I'll hear, I'll send him a text message and be like, "Oh, look at this picture of my cat," and he'll say, "Oh, that's awesome," but it's not really like going anywhere. Okay, so do you want to hear what I think? Yeah, <laughs> I think that he put it out there 
And I'm the, the ball is in your court. And if you guys don't actually meet and because this was and I know this was oh, not quite a week. Tomorrow it will be a week since you guys went out. And why are you guys just having a text relationship? You've already gone out once. You should be making plans to go out again or it's going to fizzle out. So you have to decide, do you want to see this guy again or not? And then you have to ask him out. And then if he doesn't want to go out with you, then you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to stop texting you because this is a waste of both of our times. And then if he does want to go out, cool, you're seeing where it goes. But, like, right now you're just, like, living in limbo and you are guaranteeing that it's going to peter out because it already is. And it has to be on you because he specifically said, next time you can ask me out. So – in the pre- like this happened before we even met for the date. He has asked me to two other things. So he's he had he could get free tickets to go to NASCAR through his work and he asked me if I was interested in going and he's like I know it's total redneck but I want to go just so I can say I've been. So that's an out of town thing. Um no, it was over in Illinois. It was a like a day thing. There was something okay. going on in Illinois. So did you? So he asked you that, and you said no, or what? Yeah, I, I, I said hard pass, even with free tickets. This is not really. Uh, okay. Okay. And so did he ask you uh, uh, for a third thing? Yes. Okay. And this was an out of the town, out of town thing. So he is going somewhere over the Fourth of July, and he's like, all you have to do is get a plane ticket, and I'll take care of the rest. What the fuck? Yeah. You guys even even had a second date. We hadn't even had a we hadn't even had the first date yet. Oh. And <laughs> no, it was after the first date. Yeah, it was after the first date and he asked if I wanted to tag along and I'm just kind of like um that's a little little much. Yeah. And I also don't want to use up all my vacation and that's kind of what I told him and then the conversation dropped off and I didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. And I'm like, I was, I kind of put my toe in the water and I texted him and I heard back from him, but it's just like, you know, it's not a full on conversation. When I, when I said it, I think it stands, even though like it's modified slightly because of the timing of all of this stuff, but he has showed expressed interest in three different things and invited you to those three different things. You have not, said yes to any except for the first one. Not that I blame you for saying no to the two that you said no to. Um, I do think it's a little weird that he asked you to an out-of-town thing, but that is July, right? Mm-hmm. So that's far away from now. So maybe he's trying to show he's thinking down the line. But, like, again, the ball is in your court because right now he feels like you, you, have reject, you have rejected him. Yeah, twice. Twice. And so, like, no wonder your conversations aren't going anywhere. So, like, if you want to see him again, and I think it's just you decide, like, do I want to see where this goes with this guy? Or was it cool to have a date and talk to somebody for a little bit and now I'm going to look for somebody else? And I think both things are fine, but I think you have to decide and, like, let it let let it happen. Yeah. And if, like, instead of just this death by text. And I wouldn't even... 
like when I went on when I went on the date with him, we were talking about the Ozarks and he's never been to the Ozarks and I was joking with him and I'm like, you need to come to the lake with me because anyone who wants to be a real Missourian needs to go to the lake. Dude, just invite him to something in our city. <laughs> just Don't just like, hey, it's food it. truck it's food truck Friday this weekend. You wanna go? It did take a bit of doing to get our first meeting set up. Like, we both had to keep rescheduling. Yeah. So it was kind of difficult to find times that work for both of us. So that was kind of a thing. And the other thing is he is such a morning person. And I am such a night person. (laughs) Yeah. So if I had my perfect scenario, I would be like, cool, let's hang out, let's do stuff, but I don't want a relationship. And since we met on a dating site, it's kind of, I can't really ask that, you know, that's... You can ask that. You just have to be prepared for the answer to be no thanks. Yeah. Which I'm I'm kind of okay with whatever happens with this. It was, I'm just glad that I went and had a date that didn't suck after so long. Oh, we we shared dating stories, too. I I kind of briefly told him about my my best date and my worst date. And his he said that that he went on a date with someone whose photos were 20 years out of date. And she showed up with a walker and was in her. Uh -uh. (laughs) That's that's ridiculous. (laughs) So what is your hesitation on dating romantically and possibly seeing if it turns into into a relationship? I I think that I have some hangups right now with my self-confidence because I've gained a lot of weight and I'm sort of, I I have something going on health wise and I haven't quite figured out what it is yet. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I don't feel my best right now. And I'm a little bit reluctant to go out there and present myself to other people when I'm not feeling my best. I mean, I 100% get that. Did he, does he, did he seem to indicate well, that he was attracted to you? He made a couple of flirty comments and like, I, that's actually one of my notes here that I was going to say, whenever he starts flirting with me, instead of being like, oh, <laughs> I'm kind of like a little uncomfortable. Oh, like you're getting the icks. Like, are you uncomfortable? No, no, like, no, 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 not the icks. It's more okay. like I'm I'm not comfortable responding to it. Okay. I wrote down, not inclined to be flirty. And that's just a general comment. Like, I'm not inclined to be flirty with anyone right now. Mm-hmm. A, because I'm out of practice. And second is I'm just not feeling that I have enough confidence in self-esteem right now Mm -hmm. and that's just anybody I mean I would feel the same if Brad Pitt walked up to me or if uh if a hunchback came up to me and was like hey let's go on a date like I don't look I'm like ugly right now you know that's a that's a me thing so I think I still have some work to do to get myself in the right frame of mind it's just it's it's like after so long, it would be kind of presumptuous of me to assume that first date I go on, everything is just going to go, like, so smoothly. 
I mean, does that ever happen on first dates anywhere but in the movies? True. Touche. Well, I mean, I think it's cool for you to do whatever you want. I think it's cool that you have this really good date. And I think if you aren't in the frame of mind that you want to continue it, that's cool. But if if the roles were reversed, how would you want him to approach this with you? I would just say an email would be just a quick email saying, hey, I really had fun. Um, I really don't know what I, well, let me think about this a minute. How would I phrase this? Because this is going to help me when I send him the email. <laughs> you, you, you figured out my, my, uh, <laughs> your, your reverse psychology worked. <laughs> my, my, uh, tricky, tricky system. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of communication. Just say, you know, this is this is what I hope to achieve with this. If you want to talk, fine. If not, that's cool. Best of luck to you kind of thing. Which sounds a lot more simple because whenever I try to write this, I'm going to be overthinking it because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to be able to invite this guy to a get together with our group of friends because I think he would get along with everybody really well. Yeah, I mean, he seems like the perfect, not that I do one night stands, but he seems like the perfect one night stand. <laughs> I will say, the, I, I will admit this much, I, I'm not going to go into TMI details here, but I had, when I was very young, I was uh, recently broken up, and when you're recently broken up, men can like smell that from a mile mm-hmm. away, and I ended up having one, even though I didn't want to. The next day I spent in the bathroom throwing up because that's how upset I was about it. So that's why there was only one. <laughs> yeah, they're not for everybody. I mean, more power to you if, you, if you're into, into that and it makes you uh, happy. You but get like what I, you need from that, great. Yeah. It's just, I get but I mean, emotionally he, invested even when I shouldn't be. And maybe I'm just saying this because like, well, what was he's that? the most good looking, uh, from my point of view... <laughs> He is the most good-looking guy that you have ever, like, brought around or, like, gone on a date with that I've seen a picture of. Like, he, he was so, like, debonair and charming. And there was just something about the fact that he has been brought up outside of the United States. He had this, this um, like, he knew etiquette and he... I hate the word metrosexual, but it's like he had he had the most perfect fingernails and he was manicured and he mm. he had his shirt was pressed and didn't have stains that tried to talk to me. Uh, <laughs> you remember that when I went on I the know, I know. I was I was like cuz I I was just like, "Oh my god, she's st- this stain. Like she will never let that go." No, it will live in <laughs> infamy. <laughs> oh my god. But it's just, I was looking at his hands, and he had the most beautiful hands I've ever seen in my life. Like, everything about him was just so model-like. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, he wasn't especially tall, but he just, 
he had this movie star look about him. I don't know how else to explain it. And he did have a weird sense of humor. And I think that was because of his upbringing, like things that are laughable that people can talk openly about elsewhere in the world. Here we get maybe get a little bit more uptight about it was it was kind of interesting because we managed to talk about politics and religion on the first date in in this very casual, non-threatening way. I mean, and, isn't that how people should always, I don't know, like, this is a tangent, but, like, recently, like, with some friends of ours, we were doing some of those, like, chat cards, like, just these questions, and it was like, do you want to talk to people, like, do you feel comfortable talking to people about, about religion? And, like, my answer is, like, yeah, why not? Because, like, I don't know. I'm just, like, curious about people's beliefs and why they believe what they believe. Like, and so I've never really understood that, like, don't talk about politics or religion. It's, like, don't argue about it. Yeah. But it's, like, if I'm dating somebody, I want to know your views. Right. And for (laughs) me, especially since he defined himself as Middle Eastern, I'm, like, okay, there's a good probability that he's probably Muslim. And he is. But he, he, uh. It was so funny because he said almost the exact same thing I did, which is, you know, I, be- I I said I'm not an atheist. I don't really I don't define myself as an atheist, but I I would always say spiritual agnostic. Like I want I believe in something. I just think religion has screwed up a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And that's a, essentially what he said, too. And it's like, yeah. here, here, you know, here are people on two two sides of the same coin basically so it was it was just it was a very interesting conversation and it just made him all the more endearing because I'm like there's nothing wrong with Muslims there you know there's nothing wrong with Middle Easterners they are they have the same thought processes that we do and yeah. I was just I was kind of like yay I had a I had a moment <laughs> You had a moment where stereotypes that maybe you didn't even know you were holding or yes. were, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's, it's why it's good to meet a whole bunch of different people because a lot of times we do hold on to stuff like from unconscious messaging we've gotten or like not unconscious messaging, but messaging we've gotten and we hold it in our unconscious brain. And so like, it's kind of nice that you were able to uncover some of that and then move past yeah. it. And we, uh, on his profile, his political his political thing said other, but he also had the I'm pro choice thing on his on his uh, profile. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have a couple of questions that are like my my make or break it ones. And when I went through there, none of like we matched up on all of the ones. There was oh, nothing good. nothing that we disagreed on that I'm like, oh yeah, that's not a that's not a deal breaker. That's good. And so he, we, um, this is where he's like one of my other exes because I, we were talking about being conservative versus being a Trump supporter and that there is a, there is a difference. Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't like using the word conservative. And I said, so you're probably financially conservative, but socially liberal. And he's like, yes, that doesn't like, okay, I know a lot of people like that. That's perfectly fine. It it has also made me realize that just because someone says they're other, that I probably shouldn't be so quick to swipe left. Yeah, I feel like before 
2016, I wasn't. But now, but I'm usually like, that's code for I'm super conservative or I'm Trump, but I don't want to say that on the dating sites because yes. I know people will sweat. So <laughs> that's how I always have taken it. Although that's, I don't know why. I mean, there's many things you could be other, like, right, you could be libertarian, you could be whatever. Who, right, whatever. and especially since he didn't really grow up in the United States. Right. That would, that would you know, he probably grew up with whatever the two, the UK politics systems are, so. Yeah, which is more than two. Yeah, and he doesn't, I can understand why he wouldn't identify with right more conservative so is he, um, I guess he was born in the United States, you said? Yeah, he was born in Texas. Yeah. Really interesting guy. That's why I'm like, I want to keep him around because he's really interesting. I just don't know that I'm ready to jump back into dating. I don't know. I feel like you said it before, like, where you just said communication. Like, I think you just need to be open with him about this. Because, like, if he's, because he, you don't know what he wants either. And, like, yeah. he might just want somebody that's a fun time and to hang out with occasionally. Right. He, might, he said that he got divorced on April 19th, the day after my birthday. This year? I don't know. He didn't say the year. Girl, and the if way he didn't say he, the year, he meant just recently. Listen, okay. you wouldn't be like, oh, I got divorced five years ago. And, and instead of saying that, be like, oh, I got divorced on uh, <laughs> May 20th. It's like... Well, the way it came up, he, I, he, we were talking about birthdays because I, before I met him, and I even oh. have this as a disclaimer on my, on my, um, like I keep adding addendums because mm-hmm. we, we, Amanda and I kind of went out to a holiday pop-up bar and had this grand idea that we were going to start the podcast up back in December and we were going to go on a date once a week. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, listen, I still think it's a good idea. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea without alcoholic beverages I came to find out the only reason that Amy agreed to it was because of the alcoholic beverages that she had consumed and so it it did not pick up it didn't go anywhere it did not yeah so I had this I had this edit for 2023 on my profile and it's like yeah I've decided I'm gonna go on a date once a week and then I have like another edit number two so that never happened (laughs) And then uh, I, I put it on my profile, like, just so that I can be clear, my photos are only one or two, you know, they're within two years. They're not super old photos, but a lot has happened and I've gained a lot of weight and I refuse to take photos of myself until I can do something about this. So I'm just like, if you read my profile, I'm being really honest and so I kind of reiterated that to this guy before I met him. And I'm like, I just want to, I don't, I knew that he didn't read, he either read my profile and it had forgotten a bunch of stuff or he didn't read it. So I'm like, I just want to make sure that this is very clear that he knows what he's getting into. So he's not surprised when I show up and I'm like, oh, look, she has, she has like a double chin now. <laughs> so he he wasn't bothered by it at all. And I... I, I kind of told him, I'm like, I'm not going to go into details on my dating profile, but menopause hits you really hard. Just saying. That just, I saw this meme and it was like, <laughs> this woman saying to another woman, like, um, 
Like, it, it, it was something like, it's not that bad. Like, hold your chin up, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang. Um, all right. Well, we do have to wrap this episode up. But um, thank you for sharing your story. Yeah, and no I do want to know how what you end up communicating with him and how it goes. Stay tuned, dear listeners. Yeah. We'll put this in the next podcast. Yes. So thanks again for um, tuning back in. Follow us. Um, when we post, we don't promise to post uh, on a schedule, but we do promise to check in more often with you guys. And I guess uh, that's all I've got. Amy, any final words? Uh, no. <laughs> Too much pressure. <laughs> and if that doesn't sum up a lot about di- dating in your 40s, I don't oh know what God, does. Yes. <laughs> Um, All right. Bye, everybody. Take care. See you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Swipe. You can contact us by emailing us at letswipepod at gmail.com. That's letswipepod without the apostrophe at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Let's Swipe Podcast. Um, We hope to hear from you guys and are glad to be back. See you next time.